Hey, before we jump into the podcast, just want to give a quick reminder, if you're new here to the Holistic Nootropics podcast, to please just take a quick second and subscribe to the podcast. It takes literally a second to do. Just hit the subscribe button right there in your podcast player. Also, if you want to help us out, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Now, if you're more of a visual person, you like to actually watch the podcast, you can actually do that over on the Holistic Nootropics YouTube page. Just go to youtube.com, search Holistic Nootropics, You'll see our page pop up. Subscribe to that. Hit the little bell icon so you can get notified every single time new videos drop because we don't just do podcasts over there. We do product reviews. We do all kinds of nootropic and biohacking and holistic health topical videos. So go on over, check us out on the Holistic Nootropics YouTube page. And for all things nootropics, nutrition, and biohacking related, go on over to holisticnootropics.com. Okay, let's jump into the podcast. You're listening to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, your home for holistic, evidence-based cognitive enhancement strategies. And now your host, Eric Levi. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, where we discuss using nootropics, biohacking, and nutrition to help you boost your cognition. My name is Eric. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner. And today on the podcast, I have Caroline Allen. Caroline is a health survivor and a mineral enthusiast. She is the president of B Minerals, which provides humic and fulvic mineral supplements and is an all-around knowledgeable person when it comes to minerals. Caroline, welcome to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast. Thank you so much, Eric. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm excited to talk to you today because I'm a big mineral proponent myself. I've had a few other guests on the podcast talking about different aspects of minerals, mineral testing, the importance of minerals and health. Um, and I always find it interesting because when we talk about minerals, it's kind of tucked under there, right? Like everyone says, I got to take my vitamins and I'm going to you know, take my vitamin D or I'm taking my multivitamin. And we think about, well, yeah, I take my vitamins and minerals, but it always seems like the minerals part is the one where we just don't really follow up on. So mm -hmm. I would love to know your story because I know it involves your own experience with the health system and your own um, health journey. I would love to know your story and then how you became so interested and focused in minerals. Yes. Well, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. I am, I'm, uh, I call myself a mineral enthusiast, but uh, that verge is also a mineral evangelist <laughs> because I, um, from my own experience and also my research, I have recognized that minerals are really misunderstood um, in terms of how they operate in the body and how one might replenish them and why we're depleted and those kinds of things. Um, and I really want to help people because I truly believe and from my own experience, recognize that mineral supplementation is key and a foundational element of particularly biohacking uh, and people who are really interested in health. So um, I came from a corporate background and like many in the corporate world, I struggled with my health because I worked very, very hard. I was a, a, a mother and I worked more than full time and so I got really, really worn down. I had flatlined adrenals. I had inflammation throughout my gut and throughout my body. I had headaches almost every day. I had um, major thyroid uh, issues, low thyroid. 
um, and was just very, very unhealthy, super stressed. My nervous system was on edge. I had a hard time sleeping. I would wake up five, six times a night. Um, so uh, a friend of mine, Dan Howard, and um, he's my business partner now. And, and Dan has a background in supplements, a world of supplements. And he also developed something called intentional resting. He'd be an interesting person for you to interview someday. He's a very, very um, uh, well-developed human being. And he um, gave me these, these uh, liquid minerals to try. And I started taking them. And because they're really easy to take, I just kept taking. I was like, okay, cool. You know, and, and I'm really bad about taking supplements in general. I hate it. Um, but these ones, I just, my body seemed to really want them. I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be like, Oh, let's have that. You know? And after about three months, I went to see my dentist and, um, I was a person who had major dental problems, major inflammation in my mouth. I had to have Novocaine to have my teeth cleaned. Um, I had deep pockets in my gums and, I went to my dentist and she came in to get the cleaning and the cleaning was surprisingly easy. And then she came in to exam, examine me and she said, what's changed? What are you doing? The pH in your mouth is completely different. The tissues are looking great. And I, I didn't even, I wasn't even sure. I was like, huh, let me think about it. And then I determined, I was like, oh, I think it's these minerals. So she was like, keep taking them. So then a, a couple months later after that, I went to my naturopathic appointment. And this before that, I did my I did a, a test for my thyroid. I did a test for my adrenals because we'd been working on trying to get my adrenals up um, and uh, affect my thyroid for literally a year and a half working with that particular practitioner. And so she I remember her sitting down and she like looked at the test results and then she turned it around so I could see it. And she's like oh my gosh, what are you doing? This is amazing. So my adrenals that were completely flatlined or below flatline in a, in the chart, you know, um, and they were like a third of the way up, uh, you know, like they were like, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. She's like, what have you been doing? I said, well, I've been taking these minerals. So this, this kind of, so I just kept taking them. And I didn't change anything else. I mean, I'm a very healthy person. I exercise, I eat really well. You know, I take my vitamin D and my zinc and things, you know, um, but I'm not a huge supplement taker. I don't, I don't take because I hate taking stuff. Um, and I just literally took these minerals and my, and what I used to get uh, um, these um, uh, sinus infections every fall, every winter. I, I just, never get sick anymore. I mean, I literally, I, I never get sick anymore. It's crazy. So my health has gone. And I, if you look at photos of me, like from then to now, it's like, I literally look younger. Wow. So, so as a result of that, I started doing research. Um, and, uh, I could go into that, but that's, that's my story. <laughs> that's my own experience. Yeah. You know, we put a lot of emphasis on things like lab testing and um, numbers and metrics, but really at the end of the day with health, you know, when you feel it, you know, mm -hmm. when you're feeling good, you know, when you haven't been sick in a while. Um, and then, you know, when you're run down, you know, when you're inflamed. And it, the, the thing that I really believe is that 
when you hit that, you know, on a scale of one to 10, when you're feeling an eight, nine, 10 day in, day out, you know what then it feels like to be like below a five. But mm -hmm. when you're living below a five and that's your normal day to day yes. thing, it's very difficult to know that you there's something wrong because you just say, this is my normal. My normal is exactly. just subpar. It takes me X amount of energy drinks to get going in the day. I crash at noon. I crash at two. I crash at five. But then at nine o'clock, body's ready to party and I can't fall asleep. And mm -hmm. it's just a never ending cycle. Mm -hmm. And from, from my experience with minerals, specifically with um, mineral testing and then uh, working with mineral experts, there is a lot to be said about minerals, especially the balance of magnesium and calcium, sodium and potassium, zinc, phosphorus, you know, and it's not just a matter of get as much of it as you can. It's about really how is your body balancing it? What else is going on in your life? Do you need extra support with something like magnesium? So typically it, your story is very similar to ones that I've had with a lot of people on this podcast, which is I was run down. I was beat down. Office life does that to you. And then there was this thing that took me there. And for you, it's amazing and really not surprising that it was minerals. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and because of my experience, I started doing a lot of research and I'm kind of not kind of, I'm a geek. I admit it. <laughs> sure. And, um, I really, in like I started going, well, how could minerals have this effect? And I did deep research into I I learned all about cellular biology, all about how the cells work. I learned about absorption and very specifically about how minerals are absorbed into the bloodstream. I learned about assimilation, about which minerals need to get inside the cells and which which can operate, which can do their job outside the cells and how things get into the cells and and the whole way a cell works in terms of uh, diffusion and like all the like I really and then I got into because the minerals that I was taking and and purport are the best are these plant based minerals which is sort of an oxymoron because people think of minerals as rocks and shells and things but plant based minerals is really the best thing. Um, and I started beginning to understand these things about humate and fulvic and humic and what are their properties and how do they work and why do they make the difference? Because not only did I have this experience, but then I got involved in our business in, in, in this and, and started getting so many feed feedbacks from customers about their experience. And I was like, how can this really work? And Oh my gosh, uh, this is the thing that I feel like I I'm so excited to help people understand like why minerals, why, how do they work? So, um, yeah, so those are, that's what I really love to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about it. What, what okay. to tell me then how yeah. do, how do minerals work? You know, what yeah. is your, what is your theory behind optimizing for the best mineral, um, balance in yeah. a person's body. Well, so what I like to do is I like to, I like to start at the beginning and I, it's kind of like lifting up the hood on the truck and looking in at the engine and saying, okay, well, let's to, to talk about minerals. You have to talk about cells. So the first thing for me, the first huge aha was 
you've got about, well, they used to say 37 trillion cells in the body. Now they got stronger micro, uh, microscopes. Now they say you probably around 100 trillion cells in your body. And the thing about it is every part of your body is cells. And we tend to think about, especially when we're thinking about health, we tend to think about systems or organs or tissue or fluids. But do you know every single thing in your body is made of cells? So the brain, blood, brain, there's nothing, you know, the blood brain barrier is not an issue because it's all cells. So when you're talking about minerals, you're talking about supporting the cellular system. So the first thing is you've got so many cells in your body, 37 trillion cells. Every single one is trying to go through its natural life cycle. It's trying to generate ATPs, energy. So, and it's trying to do its particular purpose, whether that's build tissue or um, be part of creating an enzyme or all, you know, all these different myriad uh, purposes that your different cells have. So, and every single one of those cells requires, doesn't maybe need to have, but absolutely requires a myriad set of minerals to operate function properly. If it doesn't have those minerals available, it changes from going, operating in an aerobic way and in a aerobic cell is like a cell that has everything it needs and it it generates about 12 atps so that's 12 units of energy if it doesn't find those that those mineral cofactors necessary to keep it going through its process it moves into an aerobic operation mode and in that aerobic operation mode it only generates 1 atp of energy so think about 37 trillion cells in your body and maybe half of actually more than half of them, like 70% of them are not finding the mineral cofactors that they need. And they're only being able to generate one ATP instead of 12. No wonder we feel tired. No wonder. And, and what minerals are those? So there's like 70 plus minerals that your body needs. Now, there are like 12 to 15 very essential ones, but there are also some that are needed on very small levels. You know, even phosphorus, you don't need a huge amount of it, but you need it. Absolutely. Molybdenum, um, there's a, you know, there are there are a huge number of minerals that your body uses um, that your cells use. So the second stage of a, of a cell is called the Krebs cycle. And at each one of these kind of stops on the Krebs cycle, there's a different mineral that's a cofactor in part of its process. Like it needs that cofactor to complete that process. And if it doesn't complete that process, the cell goes into that aerobic mode. So it's, it's very, very, you know, this, I try to describe this at kind of a high level. And I also remind people, I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who has done a lot of research to, and tries to explain these things in a way that just a lay person can understand it, kind of have that aha moment. Okay. So when you, yeah, so yeah, go on. So I, I feel like I end up talking too much. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I was going to, I wasn't going to interrupt. I was just agreeing with you. Um, and it, it's interesting because 
so many of these minerals, you know, I think a lot of people think that you have to take a vitamin or you have to take a supplement or a nutrient or get a, a nutrient from food because that's the main nutrient for a thing to happen. But really a lot of these, you know, uh, creations of enzymes or making enzymes work or cellular health, cell, whatever it is, these things are cofactors. And so the cofactors are the, are the important part of making things work properly. So like, for instance, yes. B12 is a cofactor in, yes. I don't know, hundreds of different reactions. Magnesium is a cofactor in, uh, I, you know, I think the safe guesstimate is 300, but I've heard over thousands of, uh, exactly. different reactions, you know? So, um, and I know minerals do have that effect where, you know, when you're, when you are magnesium deficient, you feel it not because there's parts of your body that, that go, we need magnesium to work. It's because you have things happening in your body that magnesium is a, is a, a part of like, you're not going to die if you don't get enough magnesium, but you're going to feel like you want to. So well, you could, you could die and you could, you you, could, and you could think about die. this, think about this. So the reason when you have cramps, let's say you have a leg cramp. That's because it could be, I mean, there's a lot of other things that could cause it as well, but it could be a, a magnesium depletion. Like, so now you think about it at that cellular level, what's happened is a huge number of cells in that area do not have enough energy ATPs. They've gone into that, into that anaerobic mode and they're not able to generate enough energy to release your muscle. That's actually what's happening. They're not, so a huge number of cells in that area are not finding magnesium available. And so they've gone into this anaerobic mode and they're now not able to, they're only generating one ATP, which is not enough to release that muscle. Now, when you think about your heart is also a muscle, you have to really realize that actually you can die from mineral depletion. You will die if you do not have the minerals you need. Like your body slowly, not only slowly over time begins to develop chronic issues because you don't have enough energy to do all the functions. So the body pulls back and says, okay, I'll only do these. Mm -hmm. So right. people have hair issues. Of course, people experience nail issues, you know, when they don't have enough calcium, those all sorts of different things. But this also relates to inflammation. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So I know I'm speaking to the choir. <laughs> no, no, this is this is stuff, you know, like I said, I think minerals, they're not sexy. Right. They're, they're not exactly. like people love the sexy stuff right now, especially the anti-aging, yes. the nicotinamide stuff, the spermidines, the methylene blue, the, there's so many just cool nootropics and peptides, you know, that it's, it's what keeps me going. Cause like, Oh, there's always new stuff. Minerals are just like, it, it's like grade school, you know, it's like, it's like having to go to class and like learn your ABCs because they are so essential, but they're just like, like nobody's getting excited about calcium, you know, nobody's like uh, throwing a party for zinc or phosphorus, but right. yet all of the things that we do get excited about in the anti-aging space, in the wellness space, uh, bodybuilders, any, any level of performance that requires you to be on the top of your game, a hundred percent is dependent on minerals. And yeah. that kind of brings me to my next 
question, which is um, electrolytes. And mm-hmm. I was hoping maybe you could talk a little bit about electrolytes because they're they're getting more popular now. You know, now mm-hmm. we're going back to 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 uh, you know the fundamentals of uh, of the importance of these crucial minerals, especially when it comes to hydration. Because this is shocking to me. I didn't know you needed anything other than water to be hydrated. So mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. you could talk a little bit about uh, about why electrolytes are important, what they are, and and, and um, the best way to get them. Yeah. So, and I I think electrolytes are becoming known because keto kind of has hit the mainstream. And when people are on keto, they start. So I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people in the mainstream are beginning to go, oh, I need electrolytes. Oh, that's important. But their electrolytes, again, are very misunderstood. And uh, so, wow, it's a huge subject, actually, Eric. So um, first of all, before we jump into that, I actually want to I want to just step back again one more time. And and um, because I think people have to understand two things about minerals, one or three things, really. The first is why are we depleted of minerals and minerals, whether it's, you know, a mineral that isn't considered an electrolyte or electrolytes. Electrolytes are also minerals. Um, but we're depleted because our food size, food supply is depleted of minerals. And, and most people, a lot of people know this, but our soils are depleted of minerals because for two reasons, one, mostly because of production farming, but also because of pesticides and minerals are created in the soil through soil degradation that is actually um executed by microbes, living microbes. So when you use pesticides on the soils and you, on the plants and you kill those microbes in the soil, you actually end up with food supply with soils that are depleted of minerals and then food supply that's depleted of minerals. So most modern humans only have about 30% if you work, are eating from your backyard garden or foraging, those kinds of things, you might have 37% of the mineral content in your body that you need to have. So we absolutely have to supplement. But how do we supplement? And this is the thing that people really misunderstand because people are like, okay, I need to supplement. So I'm going to take zinc and I'm going to take calcium. I'm going to take magnesium and I'm going to take potassium and I'm going to take you know, whatever chromium, and I'm going to take selenium and I'm going to, and I'm going to throw all these pills down my gullet. Okay. So, and this is a complete misunderstanding because nowhere in nature do things work this way. The way these nutrients and minerals are distributed to plants and animals. I mean, well, animal, let's not talk about animals. Let's talk about plants throughout the world or through mycelium these tiny, tiny things that delivers tiny, tiny trace packets of minerals. That's actually the natural way that your body needs to actually has to absorb and assimilate minerals. They have to be completely broken down to their ionic chemical components. So when you take a pill and you throw it down your throat, now it has to be digested and completely broken down and ionized before it can be absorbed and assimilated. And by the time that happens, you only end up getting about 10 or 12% of what you've actually put down your throat. So, and not only that, you've had to take 10 or eight or 10 pills, sometimes multiple times a day. 
It's completely inefficient. It's completely ineffective. And not only that, it also creates really, it creates terrible imbalances because now you're throwing all these mega dose format minerals in large, um, uh, large packets down your, into your digestion. So now all the stuff that's not utilized has to be gotten rid of. So now your body is constantly working hard to actually eliminate all the excess that you're putting in your body. So you're creating as much imbalance as you are, um, solving. Okay. So those, this is really important foundational information. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I 100% agree. Um, I mean, I'm guilty of over supplementing. Um, and I've had this same conversation several times on this podcast and other podcasts, which is just like the, 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 the American pharmaceutical model that we use in supplementation, which is I have a problem and there's a pill. I have a problem and there's a pill and I have a problem and there's a pill. And before you know it, you got all these pills for all your problems. And then to make it worse is you go to like a, a health food store or you go, I mean, most people shop online now, so let's not, let's not <laughs> pretend like we're not doing what we're doing. Uh, you know, you go to one of these supplement websites, right? Even the good ones. And mm -hmm. you can find, a lot of them separate these different products based on what's your problem. Hey, do you have digestive issues? Well, here's a bunch of digestive supplements. Hey, do you have, um, you know, uh, hormone issues? Here's a bunch of supplements for your hormones. They have a hundred things on the website. Each one of those things you can find a benefit for, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea that if everything does something, why not just buy all 100 supplements and just take all 100 supplements every day and just take them as, just take the whole bottle every single day. Just take your supplements, buy the bottle, each one form like a $20,000 a week supplement habit. And you right. should be at optimal health, right? No, that's not how it works at all because yeah. the body is so much more intelligent than that. And the yeah. fact is that we can't take 2 million years or so I'm told 2 million years of human evolution and distill it down to, well, now we figured it out. And in the last 10 years, since everybody realized you can make so much money in supplements, now we finally have all the solutions to all the problems that are bought. No, no, no. The body yeah. is weird and everybody's body is different. And really, uh, I, I should use this example because I do, I use a lot of supplements. People send me stuff. I like to try stuff. I like to see what works. Uh, I, you know, I do this biohacking things. So I'm always looking for like a next step. So I'm guilty of this. So what I do now is instead of saying, Hey, I'm just going to take, you know, a oh, hundred dollars a week of supplements. I don't take that many, but I do take more than I probably should. I give myself like the weekend or I give myself three or four days of not taking anything. And oddly enough, on my aura ring, my sleep data, my heart data, my resting data, it's all better. There we go. Uh, it's all better when I literally don't take anything. And in full disclosure, I, you know, my diet, yeah, it's so crazy. And my diet is pretty, is pretty on point. Like the food I get, uh, mm -hmm. it's from the farmer's market. It's from local source stuff that it, I'm in Puerto Rico. So they grow it in the jungle. So it is, it is soil that is yes. rich with nutrition. I know mm -hmm. most people don't have that luxury, but I, I do know that I am getting sufficient nutrients from food. And I know because like the aura ring shows when I don't take any supplements, the body is recovering, the body's getting deep sleep. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think this is kind of where you're going towards, which is minerals are the same way because you can't just take all the minerals all the time and expect to feel mm -hmm. good. In fact, you have to 
really understand where you're coming from and then attack it um, strategically. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you get your best results. Right. Right. Exactly. So we, you were asking about electrolytes and, you know, there's there's been a trajectory. People started out learning about electrolytes from Gatorade and, you know, uh, a kind of a lifestyle drink, you know, um, and slowly over time. And again, I think be car- partly because of keto, people are beginning to understand, OK, now now they're going to take a powder and they're going to put a powder into a drink, a flavored powder, and they're going to use these kinds of uh, electrolytes. But what we have to do when we're talking about minerals is we have to talk about assimilation and I mean, absorption and assimilation. So this is to me a big, huge aha that I had. So let's talk about absorption first. And that's the way that minerals get, when you take minerals, you ingest minerals, how do they actually get into your cells and not, not, excuse me, into your bloodstream, into your tissues. So you take it and it goes down your throat And if you take a pill or a powder or a flavored drink, anything that is unionized, um, and that's about 99% of the products out there, your body has to digest it first. And through that digestion process, it's breaking it down to its really, uh, its chemical components. And inside, think about your gut, the way I like to describe it, it's like a hose. And on the inside of it, it's completely filled with these receptors, these villi that are like little fingers almost. And each finger is completely covered with these tiny more of the same thing and then more of the same thing. So they're, they're these, and it gets down to an atomic level receptor. And each receptor is specific. It's looking for a specific mineral ion. It's looking for potassium citrate. It's looking for calcium gluconate. It's looking for a very specific receptor. And you have, depending on how much, like the, the potassiums, the calciums, the, the, um, the magnesiums, these, we have many more receptors because the body uses many, many more. And then things like molybdenum or chromium. I mean, you, you have quite a few chromium, but many fewer than magnesium. So these are all organized in such a way that uh, you have more of the ones you need more of and fewer of the ones that you don't need. So you need less of, excuse me. So these, your system is flooded as you digest these things. Your system is flooded with these minerals. And then literally at an atomic level, this is really like when you go down and you keep going down and you realize that at an atomic level, level this is like neutrons flying off onto another thing and then forming it's 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 really um, phenomenal and miraculous when you actually think about it. But so this absorption happen, happens when the mineral is available to that specific receptor. It literally latches on and then it absorbs in and through. It's a channel. It comes in. OK, so now you have these minerals in your bloodstream, but now you also have to assimilate them into the cells for many of them have to be assimilated into the cell. So the way they're kind of three standard ways that things get into a cell and there, of course, there's actually many, many more, and I'm not going to go into those because they're very, very specific. 
Um, but the main first one is diffusion, and that basically works through a concentration gradient. You know, if you put a little pinch of salt in your water and you come back a few hours later, the whole water tastes salty because it's created. It's basically diffused that salt out through the water. It's just a, it's just what it's like a natural process is just what happens. Um, and so if you have more salt inside the cell than less salt out, it will const it will do this diffusion process to try and balance it. It's just a natural process. So that's one form. It's not very effective for minerals because you have to open channels. It has to, it's, um, it's, I shouldn't say it's not effective, but it's a very slow process. Let's say that. So then the next one is active active diffusion. And this is where you'll have interactions. Let's say a protein will have an interaction with the cell wall, which opens the channel. So this is about creating more channels in the cell wall so that minerals can more effectively go through the cell wall barrier in that, dif in that passive diffusion process. Okay, the, the third way is called active transport. And that's where one molecule actually carries minerals through the channel into the cell and also out of the cell. So these, these three modes of assimilation um, are the way, that, the way that this happens. Now, the thing that I found that's so exciting is that these plant-based minerals that I was telling you about, humic and fulvic, have incredible properties that support absorption. Well, they actually, let's say they, they support assimilation. They also support detoxification, but let's, let's just first talk about assimilation. So, um, so actually I'm going to back up a little bit. So again, if you're thinking about how to best get minerals, the first thing you need to think about is absorption. What is the best delivery format that for those minerals that I can find that will support those actually getting into my bloodstream rather than just being washed through? And what I'm going to tell you is you need to find a mineral supplement that's ionized. It needs to be ionized. Ionized means it's already broken down to the components, those chemical components that are ready for those receptors, ready for absorption. So absorption, that's the most important. Ionized mineral supplement, pills, powders, all that stuff. Again, I'm gonna say, if that's the only way you can get it, mineral supplementation of any kind is better than none. But again, because all of those megadose formats create imbalances, the better way is to start with an ionized mineral. Now, you, you, the, the next thing would be to find a full spectrum ionized mineral supplement because you can find ionized magnesium or ionized potassium, but now you still have to take eight different um, ionized things to, to get, or 12 or whatever, to get what you need to get that full spectrum of mineral support. So, so the next thing is assimilation. So one of the most cool things about these plant-based minerals is there are these two components in their molecules. One is called fulvic and the other is called humic. And the fulvic molecule 
is very, very small. It's much smaller than a cell. And it's one of the strongest electrolytes known to man. They're studying it all around the world. And it has the capacity to carry 60 times its weight of nutrients, of minerals into the cell where they are then metabolized by the mitochondria. And then it, uh, it attaches, binds with bio waste, it chelates with heavy metals, and it carries them out of the cell. And it actually has, it's, it's actually kind of, it's something they're studying everywhere. Uh, or many of many scientists are studying it. So the the actual um, definition of an electrolyte is a molecule that has a charge and it has a specific polar polarity. So fulvic is the only molecule that they know that can change its polarity from positive to negative. So an electrolyte usually has one it's either positive or negative. It's an anion or it's an ion, okay? And, but this actually has the ability to change. And there, there's a lot of people studying it. There's a lot of research about why they think that they, it does it. One of the things they have recognized is that it changes its polarity. And in doing that, it actually affects the local pH. And there's a lot of, questions about why it's doing that. Why does it change the, why does it do that? And why does it affect the pH? Well, it affects the pH because that has to do with a positive and negative charge. But one of the reasons that they believe that it does it is because, so fulvic and humic, so humic is this other molecule that's, a, that's part of plant-based minerals. And the humic, molecule is a very, very large molecule. It hangs out in the bloodstream. It's much larger than a cell. It has a huge amount of surface area, and it's also a strong electrolyte. One, again, one of the strongest electrolytes known to man. And it binds with free radicals. It binds with bio waste. It chelates with heavy metals. I describe it as like a Velcro ball that hangs out in your bloodstream. And it, it literally binds with these things at a certain point, it gets so heavy in a molecular weight that falls out of solution and carries those things out of your body through the regular standard channels of elimination. So it is like the natural detoxification element. It's so effective, particularly with heavy metal chelation that they use it in Superfund sites. They, they take humate and they put it on where they have heavy metal toxification and it chelates out all the heavy metals out wow. of the area. So wh where have these been? Where have these been this whole time? Why, why, mm -hmm. have I, why am I just now hearing about these? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an interesting question. I was talking to Dave Asprey about it, that um, in the 70s, there was a lot of research being done on humate and on humic. And uh, um, and then it, it kind of died down. Or it didn't kind of, it really died down. And I have a feeling it's because if you look at the research and the papers and different things that were write, written during that time, they made a lot of claims 
They made about a lot of claims about it was the miracle and it was going to heal everything it was going to heal HIV and cure cancer, all this mm. stuff. And the FDA, I think, came in and put a kibosh on it. Mm. They really they were like, no, you can't can't say that there's no evidence, which is I, you know, I understand that. So I actually think the reason that the, the knowledge about humic and fulvic is coming back is because of the marijuana growers. That's a huge thing in the U.S. now. And do you know who knows about humic and fulvic? The marijuana growers. The marijuana growers use fulvic as a foliar spray because it increases their yield substantially. They use they use humic because it detoxes, takes they have problems with um, a buildup of minerals in their soils and they have to get rid of them. So they use the humic to as a detoxification element. So um it's it's one of those things in fact we've been at shows and we have a you know a grower comes up he's like yeah i know all about it and we're like yeah <laughs> so so um i think that i also think um that people are looking for a way to take minerals that isn't 50 pills mm-hmm. and so as these things and people have now there's also you know there are um, there, there started to be products. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the fulvic colloids, um, which also are not a good thing, which we can go into. Um, but, uh, the problem with those is first of all, they taste horrific. So people who've really been into minerals have tried other liquid minerals. Um, and they're, they usually just taste horrible. They're very bitter. They're right. very alkaline. They're, they're almost sulfury, you know, really hard to take every day. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've just talked forever. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, I mean, you, you, you're, you're dropping a lot of knowledge. That's important to know, um, you know, from, from all angles of how these things work, um, especially these two compounds, humic and fulvic, which I I mean, I've never heard of, I can't speak to the audience if they've ever heard of it. Um, and just the fact that these are compounds that sound like they would be good to include into anybody's supplement stack or kind of daily nutrition only because they're going to help the absorption of these other things, um, exactly. and then you're going to get the, the, the heavy metal detox component of it, which, exactly. you know, like I, I, the detox thing is kind of its own story altogether, but That's an, yes, anything that you can get that can bind metals and we're all exposed to metals all the time. Any way that you can get that at least to the stage where then you put it in the hands of your liver and gallbladder, uh, and then your ability to eliminate things. Um, if you can at least put it there, then that's sounds like that's the job of that. Yeah. And, and so, and the humic, so we talked about humic kind of as that detox element, but it also has another component because it works these humic and fulvic, they work, they have a symbiotic relationship. And one of the things that humic does in your bloodstream is it actually interacts, it chemically interacts with the cells and it opens more channels in the cell wall. So it'll let, mm. which allows more of the humic. So, so as an example, I, I jokingly tell people like, I don't drink alcohol very much, but when I do, I get 
I get high immediately. Yeah. Like I can have the tiniest amount because my system is flooded with the humic and fulvic. So whatever I put in my body, every single thing that I put in my body is much more bioavailable. Mm. And it's important as a biohacker to know that if you're going to take, if you take humic and fulvic, it's going to support the bioavailability of every other part of your stack. Yeah. Really, I don't know if some I of these foundational. I was gonna say, I don't know if some of these biohackers are ready for that because they're taking a lot of stuff. So it might be like, oh my God, is that what B12 feels like? Holy cow. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and this is, you know, we've had so many people who've taken minerals over the years and then they start taking the R's and they're like, wow, I, I can notice a difference after just two weeks. Like they really notice a difference in their sleep, in their energy. Those are the two things that, that start in, but in it's, of course, it's actually depends on every single person is different because every single person has different, um, you know, uh, chronic uh, issues they're dealing with. So I, I think when you were talking, you, we were, we were, we started in the electrolytes and then you moved yeah. into the uh, fulvic and um, uh, humic, humic. Um, yeah. Was there more to the story of electrolytes? I feel like maybe yeah, I cut yeah. you off in that. So if you could, could yeah, you go check so, that because it's so interesting. Yeah. So let's talk. So now let's go back to electrolytes now that we've provided that and think about taking, you know, you can take powdered potassium or, you know, you get some, there's all sorts of different powdered electrolyte drinks. If you look at the label, there's like four or five electrolytes in there. And the, again, you've got that problem of absorption because you have to, it first has to be digested, broken down, ionized. Maybe it's going to, you're going to get 10 or 12% of that. So why not, instead of doing that, take an electrolyte plant-based electrolyte drink. And when you, if it's pure, already hundred percent ionized, when you drink it, it's already beginning to be absorbed through the tissues in your mouth, in your esophagus, in your stomach, because the fulvic is that flavonoid. It's that flavonoid is the word for that thing that carries that does that co-transport of the minerals directly into your cells. So it it's to me, it just, when I think about these powdered drinks, I'm like, oh my God, people are taking all these, you know, all these powdered drinks and they're, they're just really, they're not very effective and people still are having cramps and they're still having headaches and they're still having those energy things and the aching muscles. And especially if they're doing low carb, you know, you experience those, you know, keto flu symptoms. We've had so many people, they start taking ours. And after a week, they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know I could feel this good. People told me I'd feel good, but I didn't feel good. You know? Yeah. yeah that's so interesting that you can tie it to the, the keto people. And that's why electrolytes have become so, because everyone is doing keto now and most aren't doing it right. And then even if you are doing it right, you're running into this problem, which is, uh, which is, uh, mineral imbalances. Um, and I think that's true for really any extreme diet, the carnivore people run into this vegan people run into oh, this. Yeah. Um, yes. you know, I've had my issues with, uh, with cramping and electrolyte, uh, imbalances. So, and it's not for say, again, it's not for lack of not taking enough stuff. Like I put salt in my water all the time, but it's, um, there's also other things at play too, which is interesting. Um, you know, I've had some podcasts about oxalates and, um, you know, this was an issue for me 
personally, because I used to take a ton, of, I was taking a lot of magnesium and I got my, I got, I did a mineral hair test and then it came back and my magnesium was still super low. And I'm like, I'm taking like six or 700 milligrams a day of magnesium. How is this not absorbing? Turns out I also had a high level of, uh, of, um, oxalate. And mm -hmm. so in, in my diet was just very high oxalate. And this kind of comes with, again, when you're doing a healthy diet and everyone tells you to eat your leafy greens and all this healthy food, well, you don't realize like there's all of these anti-nutrients like oxalate and lectins in these things that do utilize your minerals. They, you know, um, and then you put a stressful lifestyle on top of that. Your adrenals are burning through all of this stuff, your bone density is kind of going crazy. So it's using your calcium and phosphorus and everything's out of balance. So, um, it sounds like using these two compounds, the fulvic and the, uh, starts with an H, what Humic. is it again? Humic. Humic. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I can't remember that one. Um, right. uh, it sounds like this is absolutely essential to really getting the most out of these. Uh, I, I mean, any mineral, any nutrient that you take in, um, yeah. it's, yeah. it sounds like a great pairing for really, really any, any stack. Telling you, it's, I, I really, I've seen it over and over again. And in fact, I just realized I haven't gotten you any minerals. I need to get you some. Yeah. So look at me, I'm um, over here cramping. I've actually had a few I, cramps during the podcast. Like I sit here. Are you serious? I not, not this podcast, but I've had oh. several. I've had several okay. actually in the, in the last month where I'm sitting here and then all of a sudden it's like, I kick my chair back and I'm like moving my leg. And it's like, I, I have like, a okay, well, I'm getting, after this, you have to give me your address. I'm going to send you some minerals because um, then what we'll do is we'll have you take them and then you'll have to get back to me on how your cramping is because I am telling you, I had one guy, he had a, he's a keto guy. He had a eye twitch for like three months mm -hmm. Within three days of taking the minerals, the eye twitch went away. It's mm -hmm. never come back. So um, he takes them religiously. So, and on it, I mean, you're, I think you're going to be really pleasantly surprised. The other thing that's been cool is that I've had um, several people who they've done their mineral tests before and after taking it, and they had all these imbalances, low, high, um, different imbalances of minerals. And once they started taking them regularly for about three months, their tests started just re regulating out into the optimum amounts. So That's pretty very cool. cool because the thing that um, is really cool. Uh, the other thing that you have to think about when you're thinking about the chelation aspect of both fulvic and humic is that some of those imbalances um, that you have in your system might in some people, they might have too much iron as an example, Sure, but that will get chelated out. You see? Mm -hmm. So the humic will chelate that out. So, um, it's, it's really helpful. Uh, and then the, the, um, the fulvic will help the cells actually utilize the calcium or what was it with you? Magnesium was low. Yeah. I've had just imbalances, the assimilation absorption. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Magnesium's not my problem anymore. It's, it's typically, um, so it's kind of a mix between calcium, zinc and, um, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think maybe selenium or phosphorus, one of those that they just kind of like, they've, they've, they fluctuate a lot with me depending on, I mean, probably who knows yeah, my diet course. or whatever, well, whatever what I'm taking. A, the body is a dynamic system. Very dynamic. <laughs> yeah. But, right. uh, but I will, I will be able to report back to you on what's uh, on how those are effective for me. And I'm 
like I said, I track everything with my aura ring. You know, I, I think a lot of this also plays into sleep, you know, especially like how is your body utilizing magnesium to make Mm -hmm. melatonin, to stay asleep? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, are you getting cramps during the night and waking up? Um, Mm -hmm. are you sodium deficient? And this is causing you to wake up several times a night and go to the bathroom. Um, you could, the possibilities are endless. So, uh, so I I like to think that that would probably be something that I could very easily track and, and report back to you. Excellent. You know, the other thing is a lot of people think, um, and I know, so I know athletes who take salt capsules and stuff, but one of the things that I learned in my research, which is kind of an interesting piece is that, you know, we're, we're, um, our body doesn't like a lot of salt. Like when you drink salt water, it makes you queasy. Mm. You know, like if you drink ocean water, it'll make you feel a little nauseous. Right. Um, and salt is actually an irritant high levels of salt is an irritant to the bladder. So when you use salt based electrolytes over a long period of time, it can create irritation in the bladder and the kidney, and it can create, um, it can actually lead to, uh, the creation of kidney stones. So it's not a great way to get electrolytes salts. And and that's the other cool thing is when you think about electrolytes from plant-based minerals, they're not salts. They're not salts. What are they? They're ionized. So this people say, so what people ask me, because, you know, one of the things people are really knowledgeable about minerals and mineral supplementation, they, they have heard or read that certain types of electrolytes are more bioavailable. So, um, and I, I don't know those words, those things off the top of my head, but they'll say, do you have sodium gluconate or, or do you have potassium citrate? What kind of potassium do you have in your Um, minerals. And I say, no, you don't understand. In our minerals, there is potassium, ionized potassium. It's ready to bind with whatever is necessary for the body. Mm. You see? So it's actually all the way down to the, the, you know, the chemical table, you know, the periodic table of potassium. That's a really different thing. Yeah. And taking taking potassium citrate or potassium gluconate or whatever it is. Okay. That's a good way to explain it. Uh, yeah. You know, because because that actually hits you in a spot in your brain where you're like, wait, right. when I take potassium citrate, that's not potassium. And right. it's no, it's mimicking. It's not the right. actual thing. And um, yeah. So isn't it interesting that you take you take so many minerals and have taken and you still have cramps? And of course, you know, we, we say it's because of the absorption assimilation issues. So that's one of the issues, but it's also because what is the form that you're taking and your body may need not need that form. It may need a different form. Are you taking potassium citrate or gluconate or whatever it is, Right. you know, and your body needs another form. Yeah. That's that's the case. Yeah. That's the case with magnesium. A lot of times there's like, there's like 50 different kinds of magnesium and people are like, what do I take? And then the the oxide is the cheapest one. So that's what people go with. And then they're like, magnesium totally makes me poop all the time. It's great. You're like, no, that just means your body doesn't like it. So, well, and you know, so, and the reason it's making that happen is because it's trying to eliminate it. 
Yeah. Because you've thrown so much into your body and your body's going, whoa, 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 let's get rid of this. This is, we don't need this. We want to get rid of it. So now instead of supporting your cellular system and providing great support so that your system can flourish, now you've created more work for it. Right. Exactly the opposite of what you need. So, um, so you can see how this totally opened my eyes. So I'd love to talk a little bit about like, where do these humic and fulvic come from? Sure. Basically on um, these plant-based minerals, they are ancient decomposed rainforests. So imagine a whole rainforest that's been decomposed via these microbes into a small layer of this crystalline substance called humate. And humate is an incredibly mineral rich. There's also amino acids and B vitamins in there, um, in the, in the humate. So it's, there's, there's, um, even I think some vitamin E there's, there's lots of, there's some vitamins and amino acids and minerals. So then the way we do it, we extract those and it's a very, very gentle process. There aren't we extract the humic and fulvic out of out of the humate. It's completely gentle, no chemicals used, and it's an alkaline process. And that's really important because when you start going out and looking for humic and fulvic, you're going to find humic and fulvic acids. Mm. And they are not as effective in terms of bioavailability because acid molecules are larger and they have to first be broken down before they can, they're not completely ionized down to those chemical components. So uh, our products are, they are the reason we say they're hundred percent bioavailable is because they're already completely ionized. So uh, that's just a really different thing. The other thing people will find is they'll find fulvic colloids and that's a colloid is created by using hydrochloric acid to pull that fulvic out of the humate. You do not want to, well, you can take them, they're not as bioavailable and they taste horrific. So they're not great. But that the main thing to know is that they, this humic and fulvic plant-based minerals are entire rainforests that have been decomposed. So it's incredibly mineral rich. And it's actually what all nature uses for mineral supplementation. So then are you saying then the source of these is decomposed matter from a rainforest? Yes, it's millions of years old. Uh, uh, what rainforests? Uh, in what part of the world? All, all yeah. I can tell you is it's in the United States. Okay. I'm not, I can't, it's a proprietary thing to tell you exactly sure. where they come from, but it's, I tell people it is not the Salt Lake. The okay. Great Salt Lake. Yeah. No, yeah, that's good. Um, that, that's good to know. So basically you're taking decomposed matter. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like uh, like decomposed logs or or uh, like leaves, branches, leaves, branches, exactly. And that's where worms. you source that from. Interesting. Also worms and bugs and you know. <laughs> yeah. So you're. I mean. So really, like you're you're helping the ecosystem by sourcing your nutrients from matter that is just going to go back into the ground anyways. But instead what you're doing, it is, I mean, not to say that that's a bad thing, but like you're getting it and you're feeding yourself with this all natural matter that is being recycled by the rainforest, by the, by the forest or jungle, wherever it comes from anyways, um, versus like 
getting it chemically made in a lab or like you, like you mentioned from the salt lake or something. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's how it should be. So it's like, I say, you know, we have this problem of our bodies need all these minerals. Guess what? Mother nature provided this very specific thing that you need. This humic and fulvic is exactly what mother nature provided for us to supplement minerals in our bodies. And we used to drink from the streams and we used to forage and we used to eat dirt, you know, cause we just pick up something out of the dirt and we'd eat it, you know? Mm-hmm. So we used to get these all the time, but as modern humans, we've gotten cleaner and cleaner and we don't want any dirt and we don't want it, you know, and production farming, et cetera. So I say, wouldn't it be amazing to get the minerals back into humanity and watch what happens? Yeah. I love it. I think that's so cool. I'm so happy we were able to talk about this because, uh, you know, when we were leading up to this podcast, I was like, I don't know anything about these two compounds. Um, and now I'm just so eager to try them. You know, it just sounds like, again, something that, you know, if you are a biohacker or you're just wanting to get your wellness back on track and you find yourself taking all of these supplements And this is why I started this channel because people spend a lot of money on supplements and they don't get results. And it's, and I say the same thing you do. I go, it's because you have an absorption problem. You have other foundational issues in your body that are not allowing it to assimilate nutrition. For most people it's gut, but it's a lot of metabolism. It's a lot of detox. And what you're introducing is natural minerals, natural compounds that literally come from the earth um, that we're just going to get decomposed into the earth and grow new trees and new foliage and new stuff. You're taking that, you're stealing it from the rainforest, Caroline, you are robbing (laughs) the rainforest of its precious nutrients and you're giving it back to the humans so we can grow better and stronger. So I love you. The apple trees hate you, but I think that's a great thing you're doing. Well, no, the apple trees have plenty of humic and fulvic. They don't need, they don't need the stuff that I, that I'm using just so we're clear. I'm not stealing it from the earth. I've okay. <laughs> I I will not believe you unless we see you go hug that tree in your background. Oh, oh, you have no idea how much I love the trees on my property. I have I have a deep relationship with the trees. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, tell the listeners, viewers, um, where they can find this humic and vulvic. Um, the best place to keep up with you if they have any questions. Uh, drop all of that website knowledge on us right now. Yeah. So they can come see us at uh, www.beamminerals, like beam of light, beamminerals.com. Just, uh, and they, if, if anybody wants to talk to me personally, has any more questions, feel free to email me at caroline at beamminerals.com. I love to talk to people about minerals. Awesome. And we're going to put links to all that in our show notes and um, make sure that we send as many people over to Beam Minerals as we can. So Caroline, this was a really fun chat. Uh, Thank you so much. And uh, I'm so happy I didn't cramp up in the middle of it uh, because (laughs) I don't have any of your minerals on me to get me through it. So (laughs) uh, send me your address. (laughs) uh, I definitely will. Um, And listener and viewer, thank you so much for tuning in again. If you're new to the channel, remember to subscribe, leave a comment down in the comment section below. And for all things nootropics, supplements and nutrition, head on over to holisticnootropics.com. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening. For more brain-boosting info, in-depth articles, and show notes, check out holisticnootropics.com.